Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Mike Ornella Show. If you enjoy this episode, please rate it, review it, and subscribe to it so you never miss out on a single episode. How much are you worth? That is a key question to consider because how much you're worth is dependent upon how you see your value in the marketplace. There are many people who will tell you, I deserve a big payday. I deserve the $10,000 check. I deserve to have people pay me large amounts of money for the service that I provide. However, when you compare their claim to their bank account, the two are totally different. As in the bank account does not measure up to the grand claim that they make about their service. So how much are you worth? Here's the deal. You get to decide that value. You get to decide how much you're worth to the marketplace. You get to decide what that looks like and how much you deserve to be paid. That is something that is totally your prerogative. You've got to be able and willing to look someone in the eye or speak to them over the phone or what have you and ask for a large check. You've got to be willing to sit across the desk, so to speak, from somebody, slide an invoice for a large amount of money and ask, how would you like to cover this? You've got to be willing and able to do it with a straight face, unapologetically, because you are worth it. Here's the thing. If you apologize for how much you charge, then why are you even going out to the marketplace to begin with? Because when you are charging an equal value that you're giving, then you're not ripping anybody off. People are receiving an equal value to what they're paying. So how is it that, and why is it that you would apologize for charging such? Now, if you are apologizing for how much you charge, then it sounds to me like you're ripping me off, right? I mean, why would you apologize to me for charging me what you do for your service. Are you not worth what you're charging? In that case, you're ripping me off and you should just not even go out to the marketplace. That's a harsh truth, it is. But the reality is, is I desire to see as many entrepreneurs succeed as possible. And here's the thing. To succeed, you've got to build in financial security. And to have financial security, you've got to make a large income. You cannot secure your your service, your business, against any economic trends unless you are able to sock away a large amount of money every single month from your business. If you are not being paid well, and I'm talking to business owners, if you're not being paid well, then what are we doing here? Like seriously, what are what are we doing here? If you're taking better care of your employees than you are of yourself, well, guess what? It's not too long before your business goes under. And I say that from not only observation and experience and having encountered thousands of businesses and business owners who tell me that they're going under and I ask them, well, what's your compensation? Compensation? I can't remember the last time I paid myself or even had a vacation. And I say, okay, something's wrong here because your employees are being better taken care of than you are. Something's very wrong here. We've got to change that immediately because your name is on everything. 
you're the one liable for everything. You're the name. You're the one with your neck on the line. Why is it that the one who has the most to lose, should this go under, doesn't also have an equal upside potential to gain when this business venture succeeds? Right. So there are different ways that you can demonstrate and communicate your value to the marketplace. Let's talk about a handful of them. There are more, but I'm just going to briefly touch on some of them that will greatly help enhance your perceived value to the people you serve. One, social proof. What is that? Nobody comes to the party wanting to be with the guy who comes alone. Mysteriously, when the guy has a girl on his arm and he comes to the party, either she's borrowed, a relative, or what have you, it does not matter. He automatically increases his curb appeal, so to speak, when he does not come alone. So how is it that you can, quote, not come alone to the party? Well, you can ask people to share a review about working with you. You can ask them to share a video review, which is the best by far, because now you've got three different ways that you can utilize that video testimonial, that video review. One is obviously you've got the video. Two, you can rip off the audio and use it in recordings like this. And number three, you can use it in print format. So wherever it is that you go, you always have that element of social proof on your side. And you say, well, I'm just getting started. I don't have anything like that. Well, there's hope for you. You can ask the people who know you, like you, and trust you, friends, relatives, co-workers, acquaintances, and so forth. You can ask them to talk you up. You can ask them to record video reviews. Well, I'm not even, I, I barely started and they haven't had an opportunity to experience my thing yet, my service yet. So how could they talk me up? Well, they would talk your character up. Oh, Joe is such a great person. He definitely knows his stuff. I would recommend him highly. Things as simple as that would demonstrate to others your value in the marketplace. Number two is you can ask your, you can ask. And the thing is, is you've got to ask. People don't magically just talk you up. You've got to ask. Number two, if you have any content in the world, you have blog posts. Do you have a book, which I highly recommend you write a book. Uh, blog posts, you can repurpose them and turn them into a book. Do you have a podcast? Do you have anything that you've written? Have you spoken before? Then a speaking gig. You can use that as content. You can repurpose it to have it be reformatted as written content or audio content if it's on video. You can use all these bits of social proof to your advantage, and you should. My, my thinking is work once and benefit hundreds of ways, right? So if you have done a speaking gig, then why not use that speaking gig, the video from it and the audio into a transcribed format? You basically got the rough draft of a manuscript for a book. You know your stuff already. Why reinvent the wheel when you can just make a few edits, a couple of tweaks, and you're off to the races with your very own book that automatically 
jumps up your perceived value. Content is key. Content, written content, spoken content, video on video is preferable because then you have three different formats, video, audio, and print that you can utilize for whatever it is that you would like to do. You can rip off the content and and if it's a 45 minute talk, then you've now got four podcast episodes or you have uh, three podcast episodes if you want them to be a bit longer. Why reinvent the wheel? You already have the content. Why produce brand new content when 99% of people are not going to remember what you said even two hours after you said it anyway? Why, why, why think that you need to constantly come up with brand new content when Disney doesn't even come up with brand new content? Disney, the global leader in family entertainment, doesn't come up with brand new content. Have you noticed the ways that they utilize a movie, for example? Let's take Encanto as an example. They utilize it uh, in coloring books, in storybooks, in a a miniseries. They utilize it in all kinds of merchandise. They utilize it in their theme parks with the characters and the, the different merchandise that they put the characters on. They repurpose the movie format and the movie storyline till people realize, hey, I need to get everything that's connected to that movie because I enjoyed it so much. Halloween costumes included. And they also have a template of their stories. Yes, they do. They have a template of their stories, of their movies. That Now, the storyline is different, but the plot is typically the same. Somebody has some kind of setback of some kind, wants to accomplish something in the world, but faces a complication. That complication leads the protagonist, the hero of the story, down a quest to solve the problem. Hero of the story solves the problem. Hero of the story comes to a, a, a conclusion and learns a lesson from it and then lives happily ever after. That's basically every single one of Disney's animated features in a nutshell. That's their template right there. And it works because they sell hundreds of billions of dollars of their products, their movies, and of their content every single year. So obviously they're doing a whole bunch of things right. So why reinvent the wheel when you can have a working template and you can have working content that you can repurpose to your heart's content without doing additional work. That's my thinking, is in, innovate less, implement more. There's so many people who get hung up on, oh, this has to be brand new, this has to be original. Can I tell you something? There is no such thing as a totally original idea. There just isn't. Because that idea came from a portion of it came from that guy, which a portion of it came from that gal, a portion of it came from that experience, which was as a result of having interacted with those people. There's nothing truly original anymore. Pretty much everything has been done. Now, the slant on it is going to be uniquely yours, but basically everything has been done in movie format, in story format, books, comic books, and so forth, has pretty much been done already. So, and a lot less time 
being preoccupied with being original and a lot more time on just getting things done. Done beats perfect every day. Done beats perfect every day. So get something out into the world because you're spending so much time fuming and preoccupied with something perfect, you're never going to benefit and neither will the world benefit from that content. Just get it out to the world. Don't make it perfect. You can always tweak it after you have released it. Is there anything else? Well, you say, well, I'm not a great speaker. That's okay. Can you be interviewed? You know someone who's a great interviewer who can just ask you a bunch of questions about yourself, your experience, your motivation, an interesting story, an interesting quirk, things like that. It's not difficult. If you just if you just research, there's plenty of things that you can do even without being the greatest public speaker. You can get a lot of content out into the world on a regular basis. Part of it comes down to planning. Planning, that's right, yes, planning. Oh, that, that terrible four-letter word called plan. Plan, oh, I just wing it, I'm just spur of the moment. Well, the, the greatest and most successful people do not wing it. They plan it. And here's what you need to know. When you plan, it doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to be magnificent. I venture to say that so many people preoccupy themselves with making something perfect that they neglect that they're not doing anything. They're constantly rewriting, constantly editing. And I'm saying, man, that was that third rewrite or that fifth edit that you did. It was all great. It was already better than like 99% of other content curators could have produced. So why are you getting hung up on the fact that it wasn't quote perfect according to whose standards. Nothing will ever be perfect, ever, in your life, because you're not perfect. I'm not perfect. So I focus more on getting things done and produced than I do on making them perfect. Someone say, it's easier to ask forgiveness than it is to ask permission. So stop asking permission to get something out into the world and start implementing more. You'll be happier for it, and so will the people you you serve. They will be much happier because now they have content that they can benefit from. So those are two areas in which you can add, you you can demonstrate your value to the marketplace. If you choose not to demonstrate your value to the marketplace, then please get out of the marketplace and go work for somebody because you will be much happier and you will make a lot more money by working for someone else who has demonstrated value already. A company that's demonstrated its value already has a outstanding track record for producing results for the people that it serves. Go work for that company. Uh, Trust me, you'll be much happier as a result of it and you'll make a lot more money as a result. If you enjoyed this episode, would you rate it, review it, and subscribe to it so you never miss out on a single episode? And if you need tax help, then definitely reach out to us because that's why we're here. You can reach us at sacramentotaxresolution.com. That's sacramentotaxresolution.com. And you can find all our information there. Until next time, this is Michael Ellis signing off, hoping you live less taxed.